The clock has started. episode 254, recording July 30th, 2023. My name is Zach Anderson, and this week we're going to be discussing a little uh, dream arcade scenario that came up from the Discord. Uh, a couple news and notes, little little things, nothing big happening this week. Um, we've got some trailer trash to banty around, and it uh, might be a heavy spoiler zone this week. Things, Some things got wrapped up. We watched some things. It'll be good. Uh, to do this, I have with me as always Justin Cable Guy Carter. It's your boy. Yeah, man. So uh, yesterday I was going to the movies and I I was leaving the house and I was playing a game on the TV and I went to turn the TV off and before I even did anything, the TV itself just shut completely off. And I'm like, oh. well, that's not good. <laughs> No. So when after, it wasn't that it just knew you were going to go to the movies yeah. and decided, hey, yeah. yeah, it was not a smart TV. It did not know what I was doing. But you know, um, sometimes the dogs, like the chest where all the cords are tucked away, they like hit toys under there and try and dig them out. So I was like, okay, well maybe they like partly unplugged the TV or something, sure. and that's what happened. Sure. I don't know. So when we got back, I like pulled it out and cleaned everything up and tried like replugging it back in, and it's like no power <laughs> went oh. to it so i was like well and it's like one of those things the tv was like pfft, at least it was over 10 years old but so i wasn't like surprised at that but i was just like man so i went on best buy mm-hmm. and they had uh some sales going on and i literally live within walking distance of it so i was like dude i'll just do this for pickup and get it since i have the time now to just take care of this so I got like a new like Samsung 65 inch 4K UHD like whatever bells and whistles and it was funny I didn't yeah. think it was a smart TV at all and then when I was mm-hmm. unboxing it like I pulled the remote out and it had you know the button for Disney Plus and Netflix and where I'm like okay yeah. I guess it's a smart TV but the thing that threw me for a loop is the remote that came with it compared mm-hmm. to my old remote made me feel so fucking old dude like my old remote like you know had like buttons and whatever this one has no number buttons on it like there's no volume buttons it's just like these little nubbins that you just kind of click up and down like there's maybe eight buttons total on the entire remote which i also have uh maybe the same tv i'm not sure but it's a 65 inch samsung tv as well and uh yeah, figuring out how to change the volume once I, like, connected it to my uh, s- soundbar and everything, it was just like, wait, why does it keep muting? Oh, I don't push that. I push it up and down, but not in. Like, yeah, it was <laughs> maddening. Maddening. 
But it was like funny because I thought about it and I'm like, yeah, when's the last time you ever punched a number in to change the channel? Right. Like there's the guide channel now. Like it's almost like I feel like phones are going to be at that point too, where it's like no one dials numbers anymore. You just Google the number and click it or do whatever. It's like no one physically dials anything anymore. Uh, but I got it all set up and all the apps and stuff logged in to it and set up the Switch and the Xbox, which it's incredibly cool. Like, there's just a literal thing comes like, oh, you want to play the Switch? Hit the Switch button. And then it, like, does it and automatically, like, switches over to it, which is so, it's, like, such a small feature, but it feels like, I'm like, yeah. dude, this is 2023 right now. I was living in the past. You turn the, X, you turn the Xbox off and it turns everything off. Yeah. Like, oh, Awesome. Yeah, sweet. Exactly. Uh, I I do have to say, part of the things I've enjoyed uh, with this journey we've been on, Justin, for over the past many years doing this show, is watching you get to where I am as far as just <laughs> these damn kids and their machines. Um, yeah. Yeah, like, you're you're actively becoming an, an old man in front of my eyes, and it's it's wonderful. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> like, it's relatable. You're like, know my yeah. pain and my suffering. Yeah, yeah. Like, welcome. Welcome. I've had a seat warm here for you the entire time. It's 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 nice. <laughs> it's fun. But yes, uh, how is life living in the 4K? You know, it's nice. You know, I, I like, turned on some stuff. <laughs> and it's funny because it's like, oh, yeah, I have this, like, cool new 65-inch 4K TV and I'm playing fucking Paper Mario 64 on it. <laughs> like, it's like I'm not utilizing any of the power of its potential. And then, of course, I was watching like season one of Futurama on it. So it's like, again, it's like, cool, I'm watching yeah. some early 2000s, whatever, that kind of looks like dog shit because it's stretched and whatever across the TV let, in box let, format. Let's see how this thing runs 480p content. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I got Korean subtitled downloaded Oppenheimer on the hard drive. Let's see how that bad boy looks on the 65-inch TV. See how the resolution of this Samsung Galaxy does on this TV. Um, has So now my question is, has Megan jumped in on the Lord of the Rings 4K Blu-rays yet on the TV? Not yet. Her review and assessment. Yeah, okay. Megan hasn't had a chance to, like, check out the TV yet, because I put it up, like, really late last night by the time she was, like, okay. in bed, but, <laughs> dude, putting it up was fun, because I had to take the old TV down, and then the mounts that were on it, like, the screws didn't fit into the back of the new TV, so I was like, Oh, of course not! <laughs> yeah, they were, like, like too yeah, short, totally. I was like, fuck! But luckily, I kept, like, all... 20 of the different variations that they gave me when I initially bought them out. So I went in the garage and I just had the entire pile. I'm like, hopefully one of these works. And like one of them did. So I was like, thank God I kept all this shit. So I was able to just screw it on. And luckily it still fit in the exact same place that the other, because the other one was like a, I think a 50, 55 inch or whatever. So I had measured it before. I'm like, all right, like this should fit without me having to like move any of the art on the walls or like anything around it. And luckily, it like yeah, it's like about maybe an inch or two away from like one of the framed like Power Ranger pictures in the living room or whatever. So I was like, "Whew!" Look, all right. Uh, Are I you surprised by this? That's true. It is true. 
You can't you can't cover up the Zords. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, no, like put a little respect on Tommy's name, all right? Uh, R.I.P. Yes, um, but the uh, and we all know Green was better than White. I'm just we all know that. It's as much as bad. Robbie wants to dispute it. It's like, look, I get it. The White Ranger is like his born again. He's been baptized by Zordon, but no, we like the bad boy Green Ranger. All right. <laughs> Look, all I know is one character in the entire run of that show washed the power <laughs> Like, took them out, scrubbed them up, hung them on the line to dry, and that was the Green Ranger. Like, washed them. And, and no, it, you know, I'm sure he was a nicer guy to hang out with as a White Ranger. I'm sure he was, you know, Green Ranger, tough hang. Tough hang. I, I'll admit that. But... You know when I'm when I'm taking down uh, Rita Repulsa, like I, I I think I want Green Ranger yeah. to, to handle that business. Yeah, That's the guy who five v one the Power Rangers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's just what are we even talking about here? Like, but congratulations on the new TV. That Thank you. Nice. Yeah, um, always exciting. Always exciting. Yeah. Get a new TV. Yeah. It was an unexpected purchase, but after getting it set up and whatever, I'm like, you know, this is pretty nice. Like, I, I enjoy this. We got the new car. I was surprised the TV fit in the new car. Like, it, I had to scoot yeah. the passenger seat up all the way forward <laughs> in order to fit it. And when I asked yeah. Megan to come help me get it out of the car, she was like, dude, is this going to fucking fit on the wall? I was like, dude, it should. I measured it, yeah. but, you know, what do I know? <laughs> like, you're like, it's, you're like, it's an 80-inch box, but the TV is smaller. Yeah. Trust I'm like, me. there is, like some amount of foam blocking this bad boy. No, you didn't, uh, did you not want to spring for the OLED? Like, cause that was the, what I came across to was like, you know, this 4k 65 inch TV, and granted this was a couple years back, but it's like, this is like 800 bucks. The OLED 65 inch one is like $2,000. And I just had a hard time crossing that bridge. It's like, how much better is it really? But yeah, no, the prices of TVs have come down so much. Like, this one originally retailed for 520 and then since Best Buy had it on sale, it was like 460 and then after tax, it was about 510 So, nice. yeah, that was like, an I thought was incredible. Because like, I remember when 4K initially came out, you were like, shit was like $1,500, like whatever. Uh, easily. Yeah, and then now the ones that are like $1,300, it's the 8K, like, OLED, mm. like, comes fucking with an Oculus that you can wear so you can watch your shows in the metaverse, and, but this, <laughs> yeah, but this one, I'm like, you know what, like, you know, the price, the price was right, I'm like, I can, you know, just go literally get this today, like, it's not going to break the fucking bank to go mm. pick it up, so... You know, it was a solid. It was a solid deal. Nice, nice. But yeah, the um, the thing I'm on the hunt now for is this, a new sound bar. Mm. Like my sound, my sound bar is legitimately 15 years old, and it's enormous. Like it, it's so big, I can't mount it on the wall. Yeah, the TV, so <laughs> it like, up, like rips the wall down. <laughs> yeah, so it takes the entirety of my mantle. Which, hey, I'd like back. You know, like I'd like. <laughs> A mantle back it'd be nice especially around the holidays and stuff um so i we're looking at a few the bose one is nice the sonos one looks nice but 
both of those, it's like, am I paying $800 for a sound bar? Am I, is that something I'm going to do? Like, am I spending more for the sound bar than I did for the TV? Like this, just to hear it. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. Well, I mean, we play, uh, you've been to my house. We play a mm. lot of music. Yes. Time, you know, and so Constantly. That's, that is, that is one thing. And both, I like that both have the ability to add like satellite speakers to them. And, you know, so we can put expand on it. Yeah. Yeah. Outside or whatever. Uh, but yeah, that's just a lot of money. Black Friday might, might get some purchases, you know? Yeah. But, but now with Black Friday, I have another purchase to make because, uh, your boy smashed his Apple watch up real good. What'd you do? Oh, I was at work and we were moving these heavy things around at work and, I got way too close to another thing, trying to squeeze uh, something into a space with a pallet jack. And yeah, my, it was one of those, like, as soon as I heard it, I'm like, well, it's done. Like, you just, I, like, you don't even want to look. You're like, mm, 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 oh, God, it's bad. Like, it's you like know, a shard so, in your wrist and you're like, well, yeah. yeah so it got smashed real nice. Um and uh, I've spent the week realizing, man, I'm really relying on that Apple Watch. Like, because it's really nice, especially at work, to, like, look at messages and stuff but not have to pull your phone out mm. and all that, you know? And then so, <clears throat> yeah. But the problem is mine was an Apple Watch Series 3 that I had had for, you know, four years or something like that. And uh, the new ones are 8s that are $600, and I don't really want to buy an old one to replace the one I just lost. Right. Why? Well, you know, why would you do? Yeah. So that, that that might be a Black Friday sale item. If I can make it to to Black Friday, Sans watch. But it's frustrating. Frustrating times. <laughs> Dude, that's like and a... Oh, oh, go ahead. Say, and also, it's one of those things where it's just like you get used to wearing a watch every day, and all of a sudden, I don't have one, and you don't realize how often through the day you just play with it, you know, or like grab it or something, and it's just yeah. Well, it's so funny because it's like I've tried doing the um, like Fitbit, like watch and stuff like that mm -hmm. on my, but it's just a, I don't know, like I just can't wear anything like on my wrists, like. Uh, okay. Like I used to like wear bracelets sometimes or like whatever, but it's like I also have really small wrists. But it's one of those where it's kind of like you have to make a habit out of it because otherwise, you're like oh, I forgot my watch again. Oh, I forgot my wa oh, my watch is dead. Mm -hmm. And it's like if you never get into that habit of it, it's just like well, I'm never gonna fucking use this because <laughs> I keep fucking forgetting it every time no. I leave the house. Now, do you not like things on your wrist because it reminds you of being incarcerated? Like, well, your time in prison, like, is that, is that the issue? You know, it's, it's not so much that as it just is, <laughs> you know, that fact that it like, like I can never find that threshold of where it's tight enough to where it's secure, but it bothers me. Or then it's like, it's mm -hmm. too loose and it's just sliding up and down my wrist and it also annoys the shit out of me. So there's never that like perfect medium of it's on my wrist and it's not wiggling everywhere, because that was the problem with the the Fitbit one. It's like, well, I have to keep it tight enough for it to do the heart rate thing, as otherwise yeah. then it's not reading. But then when it's doing that, I'm like, it just felt uncomfortable. I'm like, dude, like I just can't, couldn't do it. 
Well, I'm glad to see your uh, your time behind the in the penal institution didn't uh, corrupt you too much. Yeah, but. you know they can't keep cuffs on old J Bug Carter. You know, always getting out. You cannot stop him. You can only hope to. Yeah. <laughs> So, all right. Uh, we are missing uh, Mr. Shannon Moore. He was off in the land of a thousand lakes on vacation. Uh, safe travels to him and his. Uh, all that good stuff. Uh, I think he's gone next week, too. So you are locked in with Zaggle and J-Bug in the morning. Woo! <laughs> yes, Jamaican air horns all the way around. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. We, uh, we're we're going to do this damn thing. So we had a... I, I sent a message into the Discord just because uh, I was talking with a friend of mine about arcade games. And, like, not the modern Dave and Busters. You pay tickets to play Mario Kart, which takes a bad picture of your face on it. You know, like, not, not those games. Um... Games, you know, when arcade games were real, Justin, when they were when they were legit games, like when you were too young to play them, like that. Those that's those are the games I'm talking about. And uh, you know, you went to places like Aladdin's Castle to play some <laughs> games. You know, your the Seven Eleven had arcade machines in there, and you would steal quarters from your parents and go like a proper American, go play games. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where this is coming from. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so it was just one of those, like, little nostalgia hits of, you know, what were the ones that, that everyone loved? What were what were the jams that people got into? And, and I want to try to put together what we could consider, like, the best five or six. Okay. Like, like we're, we're making the mini arcade in your house, right? Okay. So I what... So, like, first overall draft pick, what's, what's the number one that it has to have for you? I feel like it has to be Turtles in Time, right? Like oh, something Like, interesting. it's a fun... Okay. Like, I feel like amongst my group of, like, the, the Ninja mm-hmm. Turtle era is, is big. I know for you, I think it would be more, like, the X-Men one I know you're a huge fan of, but in terms of, like, mm-hmm. a group multiplayer one, anytime I've gone to an arcade and there's a Turtles in Time machine, sure. it always gets played. That and the Simpsons one <laughs> also gets now, played. It's funny. it's funny you say that, because uh, I was having this conversation with my friend G, and he also brought up the simpsons right mm-hmm. but in reality i think like turtles in time mm-hmm. is better yes. is a better game than the simpsons i would agree and i think i think the x-men game is a better game than the simpsons um mm-hmm. i would almost throw out like you remember when they made the captain america and the avengers one too okay like, I think that one is up there and some of the capcom side scroll like alien versus predator and stuff like that. I think a lot of those are actual better games than the Simpsons one, but the Simpsons one has become so iconic and I don't really know why. Like I I do you think it's just a a major nostalgia thing like people were all at the right age at the right time and the Simpsons was such a big thing in that moment and like is it one of is it something like that? I think it is, honestly, because like I said, I, there's way better kind of like, you know, scroll scroll to the right beat stuff up 
keep yeah, going. Like there's side scrolling beat em up. Yeah. Yeah. There there's so many that are better than the Simpsons game, but I think the Simpsons one holds that level of nostalgia at the time. Like seeing the opening screen that's like the Simpsons and stuff going mm. into it. I think that is kind of what pulls people into it. And they're like, oh, it's a name they know. And it's like, I know the Simpsons or whatever. So Yeah, it's a name, you know, it's characters you know. Exactly. Um, the uh and I mean, it, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying it was bad by any means. It was great. Especially in what was it nineteen ninety one or whatever when it came <laughs> out. Like it was it was fantastic. Uh Marge swinging the vacuum around, Bart hitting people with a skateboard. You know, it was it was good. Did Homer have a bowling ball? Was that Homer's? I think thing? so. And Lisa had the saxophone. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know if I was. Yeah, because if it were me, if I was going to pick one, like we had to whittle it down to one side-scrolling beat 'em up type thing, I probably would go the six-player X-Men cabinet, the dual-screen six-player cabinet, because when you got a full roster on that thing mm -hmm. like playing that one solo or two player kind of was a bummer because you were it just it was you were dealing with too much real estate at that point and and it was just like okay this is a lot hap this is a lot to look at and not a lot happening um but when you had a full six players going on that machine it was rad like it, it was really good so that's why one that's also on my list, and even though it's not older, I, it's more newer, but I would also put Killer Queen on there as well, because when you, again, it's six players, so when you have that yeah. good three versus three, like, that's some of the most fun I've had in an arcade is, you know, being a little lit, and, you know, it gets intense there towards the end, everyone's yelling at each other, like, trying to cooperate and do stuff. Well, and... And also interesting about that one is it's competitive. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's three versus three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so. But, uh, yeah, uh, Carlos on the discord also threw out alien versus predator, which I think is an underrated gem. Like that one, that's a really good side scroller. I honestly like, don't know if I've ever actually played the alien versus predator should, arcade you machine. You can find like a main, uh, rom for it or something to play it it's 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 good it's really good uh now fighting game what's your, what's your fighting game and i we don't have to limit this to one of each but i'm just saying like, yeah the first thing in your mind like if i had to pick a fighting game for me it would be marvel vs. capcom 2 yeah yeah like that's kind of like the the goat the clutch everyone loves it see for the and I think this is our age gap talking. For me, it would be Street Fighter II Championship Edition. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't tell you the amount of time and money I spent playing Street Fighter II <laughs> and Street Fighter II Championship Edition. Um, now, when it hit the, like, Super Street Fighter II and stuff, it started to lose me a little bit. Like, I was never a big uh, Street Fighter III guy at all. Like, I think I just got, I had aged out a little bit by that point. Um but for me, yeah, Championship Edition was just mwah, chef's kiss. Like, I playing with Vega all day, Saget. Yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Well, you have to understand. So I've seen a lot of documentaries about the arcade era and stuff. And I know when Street Fighter Two came out I'm that trying, that... I'm trying really hard not to be offended. <laughs> I know. I know. Just so you know, I intentionally 
like went down this rabbit hole just to kind of poke the bear but thank you but yes watching these uh documentaries on like the peak of arcades and stuff uh you know when street fighter 2 came out that was like the machine it like took over arcades and it became like the number one and then that's when you know all the other people they tried to replicate what street fighter did well, that's when you got your Mortal Kombat, yeah, and Fatal Fury, and all Killer that. Instinct, and yeah, Killer whatever. Instinct. I the only one that got close was Mortal Kombat, as far as like hearts and minds. Yeah, in terms of relevancy across time, it's the one that's kind of yeah. stood the test. And then you got well, it was the one that created the like schoolyard dynamic of Nintendo and Sega. Mm-hmm. But it was like you had Street Fighter kids and you had Mortal Kombat kids. That, you know, and never, and never the two shall meet. It was, yeah. you know, rolling it was, into the arcade, like, yo, yeah, we're the combat kids, and like, <laughs> bunch of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> gay, and they're like, no, man, Street Fighter is where it's at, man. Yeah, you guys yeah. get wrecked. Oh, the, the, so many schoolyard arguments about like what's the better game, Street Fighter Two or Mortal Kombat. So many, and then, but the the reality is. Mortal Kombat. If I was picking a Mortal Kombat machine, though, it would be Mortal Kombat Two, not One. Mm-hmm. Two was fantastic. Like the, just the character expansion they brought in, and some of the the fighting mechanics stuff they've added um, that are mainstays till to today. You know, that was kind of where they, I feel like they got their formula right. Uh, and like Baraka rules. Like Baraka was my guy in Mortal Kombat Two. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, that was when those machines started to show up at, like, 7-Elevens and Pizza Huts and stuff like that. Is when you got, like, places outside of an arcade is where you started to all of a sudden see Street Fighters. And, you know, not just regulated to Pac-Man machines at the, at the laundromat anymore. It was, it was, it was, it was like, a, a time. Like, that was probably, you know, that early 90s probably was, like, the heyday. Yeah. For what people consider the, the arcade. Because, sure, the 80s was when you had, like, the Atari explosion and all that. And, hey, as a kid that was born in 1979, I spent a lot of time in, you know, late 80s arcades playing fucking tubin and, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> shit like that. But that's also when you had, you know, your bad dudes start to show up. Double Dragon, all that. Double Dragon was legit. Um. Okay, but so what are what are some other gems you have? What about a racing game? Is there so, a racing game for you? So I, funny enough, I've always been a fan of like the cruising world mm-hmm. machines and stuff. That was always my go to racing, and I used to from uh, Hollywood Video. I used to rent Cruising World for N sixty four all the time where you can like yeah. race on the moon and stuff at the end. That one was yeah, always yeah, like yeah. one of my favorites. And I, one of the pizza places uh, near my house that I frequent, they actually still have a cruising world. They have a cruising world arcade machine. I want to say it's like Pac-Man or like, so they still from like the nineties, it, they never change. It's, it's great. I love and it. It still works. Yeah. Yeah. It's still like functioning. Like well, I've never, I haven't used it, but every time yeah, when I go in there, it. I still see it. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, that was always mine. And then, uh, yeah, yeah, that one is always good. I, I was a big fan as a kid of OutRun. OutRun was, was always fun. But if we're going, like, sit-down racing cabinet mm-hmm. things, 
there's only one choice and it's not a racing game and I'm sorry I'm thinking I'm going outside of my own parameters here the top gun game where the whole thing would like rotate it was, See, so it was wild Justin, so, it was wild. Funny enough, I thought the where I thought you were going with this was I thought you were going to talk about the uh, the fucking wave racing game where you're on like the little wave racer that like that tilts. I, I think so. I don't know what it's called, but I used to be yeah. a really big fan of that too. Cause, you know, you're like and you're like, like, like steering. Yeah, and it's like vibrate. Like you're like get choppy waves. It's like do 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 like on the machine. I used to love that. But yeah. You don't understand how, like, you know, when you're playing NES games at home, right? Like, that's your fidelity level. You've been cutting your teeth on fucking, you know, Spy Hunter and yeah. things like that. And then you sit in this cabinet and the whole goddamn thing moves when you move your airplane on the screen. It melted my brain. Yeah. Just melted it, dude. It right. was nuts. I went from Rad Racer to... Fucking yeah. 2023 in two seconds right now. Exactly. Like, yeah, I was I was living in 3093, <laughs> you know, not 1993. Um, but the, uh, you know, Mike on um, the Discord threw out NBA Jam, which of course, yes. Uh, Jordan, Time Crisis, which if, sure, I'm, I'm on board, but I, if you're going to go Time Crisis, it's got to be Time Crisis 2. That's the one. Like, that's the jam. Yeah, see, uh, were you never a time crisis person? See, I, I was actually surprised Jordan went the time crisis route because I was more House of the Dead. Okay, okay. Like, I, which I also... they're all basically the same thing, just yeah. you know, one zombies and ones. Uh, but you gotta have the pedal though. Yes. You know, take cover. The, yeah. The pedal mechanic is big because if we're going House of the Dead, I will also throw out Area Fifty One. Yeah, Area Fifty One. I used to play that at like Laser Quest and shit yeah. with my friends. I would play that a ton. Um, but then, uh, okay, what's your Dark Horse? Like the game you don't think a lot of people like until you say it. No one's gonna think of it, and then the minute you say it, everyone's like, "Oh yeah, I, well, that one rules." <sighs> so this one's kind of weird, but it's like. I've always, it's, it's called, I want to say Defender 2, and okay. it's it's like it's like a ship, it's like a 2D, whatever. I don't know why that game always just like, in terms of like old arcade whatever, like resonated with me, like over something, say like Galaga or something like that, but that one was always like, if I saw it, like when we went to Portland and they had like a ground control or whatever is their like barcade. Oh, yeah, like I, awesome. I, I got so excited when I like saw that machine, and I'm like, "Fuck yes!" And I was like, "Dude, Megan, you have to play Defender too." She's like, "Check it." She's like, "I don't like see what." I'm like, "Okay, I guess it's just like it just resonated with me." I guess it's not that fucking yeah, cool, yeah. but I was hyping it up too much apparently. <laughs> uh, see, for me, and and it's funny because I'm not even a big fan, but the WWF Saturday Night Main Event cabinet. It was WWF, Saturday Night Main Event, and Royal Rumble. You could pick which mode you wanted. But the roster of wrestlers they had then was fantastic. It was like Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan and Earthquake and Jake the Snake Roberts and Big Boss Man and all these guys. And and you could do their signature moves and you were wrestling in the match. And, and it was awesome. I loved it. I, it's still one of those games, it, and, you know, you see it less and less and less and less. 
but it's still one of those games when I see it, I want to play it every time. Like it's it's fantastic. You do big boss man's side slam, and you know you've got uh, earthquakes. Like just he jumps around and sits on you. You know it's, <laughs> it's it's wonderful. It's great. I love it. Ravishing Rick Rude. It's like yes, give me give me that whole roster before the World Wildlife Fund sued them and made them change their name. It was fantastic. Good times. Um, and then, uh, okay, so, well, we got NBA Jam, but then what about an NFL Blitz? Because I know if Shannon was here, he'd be all over the NFL Blitz. Yeah, I was like, that's something I could totally see Shannon picking. Because, again, I don't, I'm sure I have played NFL Blitz, but it's like, mm-hmm. it does not, I since I'm not the sports person, it does not strike, like, big like nostalgia waves with yeah, me. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Um, when you, uh, we we kind of went right past it, but I want to circle back real quick. What was your Marvel versus Capcom two team? So that's important. That's important. So I would always pick Venom. Uh, I did my my team was all Marvel, like no cap. It was basically like Venom. Uh, I always picked Juggernaut because the Juggernaut assist was always fucking funny. And then it was like Marvel Juggernaut, not Marvel, Venom Juggernaut. And then uh, it's hard. Like sometimes I picked Cable. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cable. Cable was a mainstay for a lot of teams. Yeah. Uh, I know I would like fuck with, you know, like Iron Man or Storm. Mm. Uh, But like Venom was always a must. And then I always kind of swapped it out like the the best story i have with marvel vs. capcom is when it came to xbox live arcade um i went over to my friend derek's house and we were playing and i guess when you play online you're not allowed to pick like multiple the same people on your team but playing but playing just local co-op you could have multiple of the same character so i picked a team that was just three juggernauts and I just bodied Derek. Like, it was like, he didn't even get through the first Juggernaut. And I was just Juggernaut assisting. And I was just beating him down in the corner of the screen with Juggernaut. And he got so upset. And then he did some Iron Man cable. And I don't remember who the third person was. And he did some crazy combo with, like, the three of them. And was like, oh, like, you know, flexing on me. And I'm like, dude, I beat you to death with one of my three juggernauts. Like, I don't, like, you're getting all worked up about this, but I literally do not give a shit. I just thought it was funny that he got so mad about it. He's like, well, if we were playing online, you wouldn't have been able to do that because you wouldn't be able to have three juggernauts. I'm like, okay, you're right, but we're not. So I don't know why I'm getting so worked up about it. Um, see, I, I was a Venom Blackheart Akuma guy. Okay. Um, and then, uh, what was, God, what was the Mega Man team? I, 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 cause I was a big Mega Man guy, you know? So I always wanted, it was like Mega Man and Strider. Uh, I'm trying to think who the heavy was though. Oh yeah. Wait, I, I had to pull up the thing cause I also used Dr. Doom a lot. Yeah. Yeah. He was good. Yeah. He was good. I like I mean, have been Mega Man Strider Sentinel maybe. Okay. I'm thinking. Yeah, Sentinel yeah. was a big one too. And now I just is, is that can I buy that anywhere? Is that like on consoles? I just want to play MV MVC two now. 
I was like, like I said, it was on Xbox Arcade at one point, so it might yeah. still be. <laughs> I hope so. I, I want to go buy that one because it was super fun, and I'm hoping I'm I'm hoping rights issues haven't killed that one. Um, yeah, hold on. MVC two Xbox. Let's see what we got. Um, because they they released that like in that third one, which was a bummer. Dude, I played the third one, and honestly, like, I thought it was all right. Like, I... It was okay. Yeah. It was okay. And really, it's just because I love uh, Beautiful Joe, and I also love Dante, and Mm -hmm. both of them were in it, so... (laughs) So, I enjoyed that aspect of it, but yeah, it doesn't hit nearly the same as 2, well, apparently you can only get it if you buy the um, the physical disc they released for the OG Xbox, like, way back when. Oof. But yes. There are talks that a remaster is being worked on, which I, would be I could day see that. one purchase. Yeah. Like, just keep the same balance. I'm fine. Like, let's just do that. So... Okay, so I think we've got, let's see who our five. We've got Street Fighter 2, Championship Edition. We've got Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Mm-hmm. We've got the X-Men 6-player. Then, what was your beat-em-up size scroll? Oh, Turtles in Time. Yeah, Turtles in Time. Um, then we've got NBA Jam, NFL Blitz, and then I feel like we need, what, what's, our, what's our racing cabinet we're putting in here? Um, I, I like Cruisin' World. Alright, let's do Cruisin' World. I'm on board. I'm All on right. board. Now, I feel like we're lacking... So, I've got Time Crisis 2 in there, but what about, like, a Terminator 2 Judgment Day or an Operation Wolf? Like, that, that like, shooting cabinet. You know what I mean? Because I don't feel like the Time Crisis House of the Dead kind of fit that. Yeah, because that's not really a cat. That's the, you know, you have the blue-red pistol that's, like, on a chain, like, away from it. Well, I'm I'm talking about, like, the machine gun that's mounted to the cabinet. Yeah. And you're just, you know, that thing. Yeah. Um, Because I know I played a, like, Jurassic Park-style game, I think, that was like that, where it was two players, and you're, like, almost in, like, the back of a Jeep, like, shooting fucking raptors or whatever. Yeah. Pretty cool. At one point, you have to shoot like Brachiosaurus crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. From falling on you, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd be down with something like that in there. Um, now, what? I feel like we're missing something though. Oh, pinball! Give me two pinball machines. So, so my my favorite two pinball machines that i think Mm -hmm. i've ever played is one there was a place in arizona that was called jungle gyms and they had great name yeah fantastic (laughs) and they had a super mario brothers 3 pinball machine whoa yeah i've never heard of that it was that's the only place i have ever seen it like that one time it was the only time and i've never seen it again we are live googling (laughs) Yeah, it was a Super Mario 3 pinball machine, and I loved it. Uh, But, so, there was that, and then when I was at uh, Ground Control, I played a really cool, like, it was a Deadpool machine. Mm -hmm. Like, I really liked that. And then, of course, there's, like, 
like your classics, like you know, you're like Adam's Family and like Attack See, on I, Mars and stuff, like the classic Adam's, pinball movie. Adam's Family would be my pick. Yeah, that's what I, I figured. An Adam's Family Machine or a Jurassic Park Machine. I love both of those, but the Adam's Family would get the nod for me. The Adam's Family Machine is fantastic. Um, so I I always do enjoy, you know, those ones. Yeah. Wow, Super Mario Brothers three machine. I can't. I'm finding a regular Super Mario Brothers pinball machine. Yeah, but... and I'm thinking maybe it was just a Super Mario Brothers machine. I thought it was three, but like looking at it, I'm like it could have very easily, you know, just been normal Super Mario Brothers. Holy crap! This thing cost fifteen thousand dollars. If you wanted to buy one now, that's but... nuts. So that that it might have just been this one, but it was. Uh, oh wait 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 okay, it's never mind. I found a I found it. It was this, and it's because it has Super Mario Three Mario on the side of it. It's uh, Super Mario Bros. Mushroom World. Oh, but it oh, it's has a mini pinball machine. Yeah, but it had. There we go. That's why I thought it was three because it had the literal exact cover of three on the side of it. That's, uh, yeah. Pinball, always great. Always great. Uh, I, I think Adam's Family, though, might have been the one where I was like, uh, this rules, you know. Um, Twilight Zone was a real good one, too. The Twilight Zone machine. Uh, and the Star Wars one. Also, Star Wars is a great one. Where you got, like, the trench run shooting the ball and all that. That was that was fantastic, um, but yeah, like, man, arcades. I miss arcades, and it's a bummer now that it's like, yeah, you can go play arcade games if you want to go to like barcades. Yeah, or like you know, there's like these highly specialized like s- scenarios where you can go to them, and it's like Dave and Buster's has what they've turned into, but. It's just such a bummer now, and I like, and my kids love them. It's it's a different time. It's like my kids, my kids love going to Dave and Buster's or whatever, and playing those games. But it's like, you know, they're, they're it's all like ticket based now, and you're trying to like win things, and it's all about getting like some horrible stuffy at the end of it. And well, yeah, and, and then it's like you're you know, oh, let me hit up the the Doodle Jump arcade machine and yeah. stuff, and it's just it's yeah, not the yeah. same. Doodle jump, God. See, I I will admit I got <clears throat> I got really shit faced at Dave and Buster's once and like <laughs> had like a like my little play card had like twenty dollars or like whatever on it and I like parked my ass at the doodle jump machine and there was like a line behind me and I turned I'm like I'll tell you right now I'm like I'm not getting up until this card's empty so <laughs> I was like I'm playing doodle jump <laughs> until until it won't let me anymore so you sure. can go find another machine. You're like I'm letting I'm letting you uh, five year olds know right now. Yeah, I'm like Fruit Ninja looks like it's pretty open over there. You want to go play that? But uh, Doodle Jump, I'm on it right now. You're like I'm working. You're not telling uh, Ten Jack and Cokes where to play. All right. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's a good arcade lineup. I like it. I miss arcades. Um. Okay. Walk me through Castlevania Nocturne. Oh wait, we're doing we're we're visiting the trailer park. We don't have any resident trailers. Dude, they're on vacation uh, again, man. Like, I I didn't know summer was when the uh, the trailer park got emptied. I, I wasn't aware. 
but here we are. Here we are. So, but yes, we're doing a little trailer trash, or as uh, Shannon would say, trailer trash. There we go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yes, walk me through Castlevania Nocturne because I, I, I have, you know me. This isn't going to be that shocking to you, but maybe to other people. I wasn't a big fan of the first season. I didn't really like it. Um, and, you know, I, I understand I'm in the minority there. I'm not going to stand on my pulpit and being like, you're all wrong, because it just didn't talk to me. Like, And it's not just the anime art style. Like, I thought the story was pretty ridiculous. I tried to stick with it. It just <laughs> didn't grab me in any way. Uh this trailer for Castlevania Nocturne looks a little more of the same. Mm-hmm. There's some French Revolution stuff happening. Uh, there's, you know, vague Dracula threats being made all over the place. Very pretty looking scenes. But uh, why, why should I be looking forward to this, Jesse? So, I watched the first anime. And so the first Castlevania anime, in terms of when it takes place takes place in between it's like around the time of castlevania 3 on the nes and then also uh if you ever played the ps2 game or whatever castlevania uh curse of darkness and stuff where you play as i think it was isaac or whatever and you're like summoning or you play as hector and isaac's in it too and stuff where you're actually working for dracula and summoning monsters and stuff to be a part of his army it kind of takes place around that time period whereas in this new one now we have jumped a couple generations of belmont because we had trevor belmont and then i don't remember what the uh the chick's name was but you had them and then now in Nocturne, it's taking place around the time of Rondo of Blood um, and Symphony of the Night and stuff. Which Symphony of the Night, I think, takes place a little bit later. But you play, you're playing I, I, as I'm into Rondo of Blood. Oh yeah, I, I can get into that. Yeah. yeah. So Richter is our main character, who is the I want to say I almost wanted to say great, but I think it's just normal, like the grandchild of Trevor. So like an entire generation has kind of passed between. Um, the original and then what's going to be happening in this anime. Um, Have we ever talked about the fantastic names Konami chose for these characters? Like no. Trevor, Richter. Like, come on. These are these are fantastic. Like, No, I do. You, you build the whole game around Trevor. Like, Trevor? Seriously? Like, okay, anyway, sorry. No, I love the, especially like in later, like Symphony of the Night and stuff, once you get like Julius Belmont, I'm like, ah, yeah, oh, Julius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like oh, the you name just, Galleon, Julius. Yeah. Um, so I do like um, the names and stuff. But this one, you know, does look more of the same. I'm hoping eventually. Like, I don't think it's going to be this season. I think this season's going to be kind of more Rondo of Blood. And then um, it'll eventually bleed into, like, a Symphony of the Night where they're going to bring mm. back Alucard and, you know, Death and, like, do that stuff. But. I think it looks cool. I'm shocked, actually, that they kind of went from, okay, yeah, we're done with, like, this story of Castlevania, and then they moved on to more Castlevania, because the same studio has the rights to Devil May Cry. They've had it for a while, and they said that they were working on a Devil May Cry anime, and... Now they're like, okay, well, we're doing Castlevania again. I'm like, bro, give me Dante. Like, give me Devil May Cry. 
So, I don't know. They still said that they're working on it. Like, it didn't just, like, oh, no, this got canceled type thing. But, you know, I would like to get that at some point. Well, especially Devil May Cry 5. I, I mean, that is an anime, just from yeah. beginning to end. Like, yeah. yeah, but it's, like, the, the story of Devil May Cry is so, like, convoluted and, like, fucking weird that it's, like, I would like there to be an actual anime that makes more sense of the story because you know all the games like the order in the, which the games take place and stuff it's like three's the first one it's like three one four and then two and then i think five takes place after four but before two and so it's like yeah you know a person who's never played devil may cry or whatever like going into it has like no idea what the fuck is happening so yeah um but, but no, back to Castlevania. Yes, it looks gorgeous, though. You're right. If you're not a fan of the first... I would say, honestly, like, season one's probably the weakest of the seasons. Just, it's really okay. short, and it's slow. And every season, pick, like, seasons two and three, I think, are by far the best seasons. Yeah, I, I'll be honest. I, season one lost me, so I didn't, I didn't follow it up. I was like, okay, this is just... Obviously, this isn't for me. Yeah. So, I just didn't pick it up. But, but if you're a fan of the season, then I think, you know, you will, you know, enjoy more Castlevania. I'm excited to, you know, see what they choose to do. Mm-hmm. But Zach, are you excited to return to Alcatraz <laughs> in Resident Evil Death Island? Uh, you know? <laughs> no. Uh... <laughs> I, I will say though, like I I do enjoy the Resident Evil uh, animated projects much more than their live action counterparts. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, the bar is so low for the Resident Evil movie projects. You know, like sickos like Jordan um, in the Discord. You know, thrive on it. Up, <laughs> they're, they're pressing up against the glass, going ha ha ha, yes yes, uh, and and you know. Who am I to tell them what's good and what's not? It just looks dumb. It just looks <laughs> d- and and being someone that uh, watches Twisted Metal, I can appreciate that. I just don't think it's my kind of dumb. But I do enjoy the giant uh, T virus shark that jumps out of the water at one point in the trailer. That that was nice. Uh, the also there's no land that close to Alcatraz. That's in the in the trailer. Being someone that lives here, uh, but you know, hey, who am I to who am I to judge? Who am I to throw aspersions? Um, what was your thought? I mean, I will say, like, I'm not a huge. I've watched, I think, a couple of the Resident Evil animated. Like we talked about it earlier, I watched the one with Leon or whatever in the airport. It's like you know, it was entertaining. Like I will say, I think they're better than the live action renditions yeah. of resident evil and it does look um like it literally looks like a game cutscene. it looks like it a 90 minute game cutscene. which you know kudos to them at least it looks on brand for resident evil yeah. is it something that i'm personally going to check out probably not um but i'm excited for you know people like jordan who mm-hmm. thrive on this and are excited, like, got their bucket of popcorn, like, yeah, put on 
Resident Evil Death Island and hit play. And, you know, like, I have to say, am I bringing, okay, let me ask you this. Am Uh I bringing way too much baggage of past products to something like this? Because when you watch the trailer, like, it looks fine. Like, the action is good. Like you said, visually it looks really good. You know, there's slow motion jumping and shooting, which is always fun. It's, you know. It, am I just, am I being too hard on this? Like, honestly, it's one of those things. I feel like if some, I personally probably wouldn't ever like, oh, I'm going to put this on. But if somebody yeah. had it on, I would probably watch it. And when credits rolled, be like, you know, that was actually better than I thought it was going to be. Is probably the scenario yeah. that would play yeah. out with that. Right. But, yeah, I I don't blame you, though, for being slightly jaded around uh, the Resident Evil, you know. Uh, a project yeah they said the reu the reu maybe it's up there with uh the snyderverse for me as far as my expectation (laughs) um but yeah like i I see your point if it was just on Mm -hmm. i could totally see myself just sitting down and watching it for sure for sure um but the uh were there any other trailers out there? We got a new tra- a new final trailer for the TMNT movie coming out. Dude, we did, um, and it still it still looks really good. Like, oh well, I mm, well, mm, I know I forgot who I was talking. Oh, let me, let me looks, rephrase that. Looks good. All right, looks I look. I think I don't know why you fucking hate the art style, and I don't. I do, and, and, and it's I don't get it. Like it, I get that it's not Spider Verse. It's trying to be Spider Verse, and it's not. But I don't understand why I don't like that. It looks like a fucking junior in high school's <laughs> art project for their final. Like, come on, dude. It's an aesthetic choice, Zach. Oh. It is. Tim Burton made an entire career off of it. Yeah, and it looked good. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I I realize I'm not going to convert you over onto the yeah the TMNT movie looks good, and but yeah I think it's going to be entertaining. Like I don't know if I'm going to go see it in theaters, but. Like, I will end up watching it eventually because I do think, you know, I think it looks entertaining. I think it has a surprisingly good cast. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised by all the different fucking people that are actually in this movie. Well, see, that's the the very ironic twist of this whole thing. I'll probably see this one before you. Yeah. (laughs) My son is so hyped about it. And, and and see, I can bring these, uh, my critiques, shall we say. I can bring them to you, mm-hmm. but he does not want to hear any of my bullshit. Yeah. He's like, nah, dude, day one, let's go. We're locked in. Yeah, got the I'm bucket. Yeah. He's like, I am tapped in, dad. We are doing this. And he's telling me, like, oh, it's getting great reviews. I'm like, how are you even seeing this? Like, you're not, like, you're not out reading the tabloids the publications you know like what are we doing and he's like no no it's, it's getting great reviews across the board and so then i go investigate a little he's fucking right they totally the movie is getting great reviews and it's like god he's on youtube he's like well my boy schlumpy muffin over here went and saw the world premiere screening and yeah. said it was great 
Oh, this guy I follow, who this asshole that spends his time on screen as a fucking velociraptor is telling me it rules, and it's like, yeah, okay, great, but he's not wrong. It is, and so like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'll be there opening weekend. I know I will. Yeah. I'm just the whole and and the thing is, I hope it's good. I hope it's a good movie. That's just the animation style is the only thing that I don't like because if it's a fun story I'm, I'll am i be in you know like sure let's go like the only thing I have right now is just the look of it and I'm like uh, this is all you're giving me I'm not mm, no I'm no thank you I will push that back thanks um, but yeah if it's a good story if it's fun like that's that's what I'm hoping for at this point and hey at least it won't be the Mario movie for the 18,000th time at this point so that's true you're going to be driving home, getting the back of your seat kicked. Like, turtles in a half shell, just boom, 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 boom. Oh, oh, we've, they've jumped back into the uh, the Xbox game. I forget what it's called. Uh, the one they released last year. Yeah. We're back into that. Shredder's Revenge? Yes, yes. We're back into Shredder's Revenge. So, it's coming. It's coming, Justin. <laughs> we're here. <laughs> we're in it. We're in it, boys. Yep, yep. Uh, well, should we do a little what we've been playing? I have a I have a major update for huh. you, Justin. I'm, I'm excited. I I'm very seated. I've made, I'm very seated. <laughs> I've made it. I've made it to Act Four in Diablo Four. Damn, dude, you're further than me. Now. I think I'm still somewhere in Act Three. I have focused enough to get to Act Four, which was a big accomplishment. Because if you're in Act Three, you know. They send you to the middle of effing nowhere no. to continue that story. Act 3 is incredibly long, mainly because, like, yeah. okay, now go here. And it's like, dude, this shit's all the way over here, and I don't have, like, a waypoint to just immediately get there. Well, and it was funny because they said it does that, right? And it's like, okay, you need to go to the desert and mm-hmm. and find uh bad dude whose name I'm blanking on. Uh, you need to find his temple, right? Yeah. And it's like, okay, great. And I'm like, I know where the desert is. And so I like scroll over there to see where the, the marker for me to follow is. And it's not there. And I'm like, okay. And I'm kind of moving the map all around in the desert area. I'm like, where, where do I go? Like, did it not pop? Like, what's going on? And then I zoom out. And then I zoom out. And then I zoom out. And it's like, oh, it's way in this corner. In this big fogged out area that I I didn't even realize was part of the map. <laughs> oh crap like and so then I, yeah i jumped to a waypoint closest there and then it's literally five hours of gameplay because i can't focus to get to yep corner. from just to get <laughs> from a to b <laughs> yeah and it, oh man but but i did it i persevered i got through i'm, I'm a good proud of you god i'm like 60 something hours in that's now. crazy for me that's insane yeah it's nuts like I, but i can't like Everyone in my house goes to sleep usually about nine, nine thirty, and then I'm like, "Well, I'm going to go play for an hour," and then it's one in the morning. It happens all the time, <laughs> all the time. And then I hate myself. And the, next day, the next yeah. day, yeah, yeah, yeah. Extra shot of espresso and the coffee in the morning. Well, the bad thing is, is then I do it again the next day. Double down. I, I, there's no no lessons have been learned. You know, it's like, but. Uh, but yeah, no, it's I'm in Act Four. We're in the we're in the home stretch here. I really want to try to get it beat this week, uh, and then I want to mess with the they, they rolled out season one 
uh, for the Battle Pass, but since I got the Deluxe Edition, it's included. And and the thing I like about it is they make you start a new character to do it. Like, you can't bring your existing character into the season. And for someone like me that is now multiple tens of hours in with a Necromancer and has my build and likes what I'm doing and all that, I it gives me a chance to try something new. Yeah. Like, like I'm, I'm, I might roll Druid. I might go Rogue just to try something like I'm not usually going to do just to just expand what I what I know about the game. And so I'm going to mess with that a little bit because, uh, yeah, we are weeks away from getting crushed again with with titles. So. Yeah, yeah, trying to clean up. I, I want to at least have Diablo four beat. I don't know how deep I'll go in the seasons thing, but I, I at least want to have that beat so I can say I beat it. Right. Yeah. You know, mark it off the list. Yeah. So, uh, but fantastic. Loving it. It's, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be hard to top on my list. It's definitely a, it's definitely a top five one right now. I'm trying to not say it's easily the number one just because of recency bias. I'm just loving it so much, but um, but yeah, definitely a top fiver for me right now. Uh, can we talk about your top fiver from, uh, 25 years ago? Yeah. So I don't, if you'll recall, um, a few, I don't know. We talked about it, I think on the podcast before, but I, they came out with paper Mario on the Nintendo online, the, but it's on the plus like you have to have the plus subscription to be able to play it mm-hmm. in 64 games. And the family plan that I was on, on my friend Chris's account, they didn't have it. And I was trying to figure out how to like get off of that plan to then do like a new one so that I could get access to the stuff. And Nintendo would not make that easy. And so I just eventually gave up. Well, Chris messaged me yesterday, letting me know that enough people on his family plan wanted the expansion pass, so he upgraded. Uh, and so I was like, fuck yeah, and immediately booted <laughs> up the Switch and downloaded Paper Mario. Now, so, are you Venmoing him on the side? For this? No, no, it is. Uh, yeah. No, hey, he, he included me in it. Like, I've been on it for years. Because you can have up to, I don't know how many people or whatever it's so like me shrimp fried matt and i don't know how many i think he has like eight other because i think you have like a max of 10 or like something on the family plan so i don't know what they're doing but no i don't send him jack shit for it how about like you tip for good service <laughs> i know come on Look, okay 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 why are you guilt tripping me over here man i'm not, I'm not <laughs> to be a decent human being i'm not guilt tripping you like Come on, bro. Like, but man. so I've been playing man. paper. I've been playing Paper Mario, Zach. Oh, we're just moving on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just we're just ignoring the fact that I'm a shitty person and I haven't paid Chris for fucking for years for years for, yeah. <laughs> for years of content, and we're just ignoring that and we're we're moving forward. But I've been playing Paper Mario. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah, we're 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 tabling the discussion about yeah, what a piece of shit I am, and I've been playing Paper Mario for the I don't know upteenth time, and it's still great. Like it's it's great. 
I like that it has what's going for it is the the same thing that the Castlevania Anniversary Edition stuff had, where it has save mm-hmm. states, which is awesome. So it makes like my life easier of like, oh, cool, I can just, I don't need to find a save block. I can just, oh, I'm like, save state. Or, hey, I want to be a little risky with this. So I'm like, we're going to just quick save real quick before we do this. And if everything goes south, just reload and take a safer approach with it. But, uh, you know, it runs great. I think, too, like, during dialogue options, I don't remember this being the case in the original, but, like, holding B button, just lightning quick through, like, it's, like, through the dialogue, which made getting through the opening oh, of... That's like so nice. Yeah, that getting, so nice. getting through the opening of the game went, like, this because that's you know super dialogue heavy getting like into peach's castle and like dealing with all of that and just being able to hold b and it's just like for like two seconds across the screen it's like okay now we're fighting bowser i'm like yes like i've played this game enough i don't need the beat for beat story whatever i know what fucking happens like i just want to play the game so it's nice to be able to just get through that really quick um yeah besides that that's really all I've been playing. Um, I I am getting Pikmin Four. Uh, it's just it's been it's been a busy week playing catch up after Comic Con, and I've had yeah. an unbelievable amount of TV and anime and whatever to catch up on. So it's like even if I had Pikmin right now, I probably wouldn't have played it. But I plan on by next week I'll have played some Pikmin and I'll have that to talk about versus Paper Mario and Plants for Zombies and all, all this shit that came out forever ago that i've been playing cool cool i'm interested to hear uh your thoughts on pikmin versus uh like tinykins and stuff you know like yeah for i mean from playing the demo and stuff like because i also went back and played a little bit of pikmin one while i was waiting for four because after playing the demo for four it got me jones in for pikmin and i actually went back and was playing some more tinykins too which was funny because i was like Man, like Pikmin Four has got me like wanting to play some Pikmin style games, and you know Tinykin is still great. Um, yeah. And I feel like Four, I Four pulls. I don't want to say a lot from it, but I feel like the they realized from like Tinykin or whatever that oh, like you know time, you know people don't like necessarily being timed all the time. And it's like yeah. yes, it adds like an interesting mechanic. You know, it forces you to do certain things, but it's like most people are like dude like i don't want to be like against the clock because you want to explore the world and do whatever not just like okay well i have to just hurry and do this stuff to get back to the ship before night so now you know in pikmin you can actually go out at night like going at night does not just end the day for you you can go and explore and do whatever at night and it might be a little more dangerous or whatever but it's still an option which is nice because that's what I liked about Tinykin is they they put very heavy emphasis on no just walk around the level talk to people explore like take your time like you're not in any sort of rush to oh shit I need to get here really quick or oh dude all my dudes are gonna die or whatever it's like no bro it's a chill time and I feel like you know Pikmin has a little more stress to it like stuff will die but when I went back to one and was playing I fought one of the first like bubble bulb orb little creature things mm-hmm. dude 
fighting one in four versus fighting one in one was night and day different. Like when I fought one in four, it was like, oh yeah, dude, I'm beating him up, whatever. And I lost maybe like one Pikmin. Dude, I fought one in the first one. I had 80 Pikmin. And after that fight, I had like 65. Like that dude oh, wow. fucked around and you found out real quick. It's like, oh <laughs> no, I'm going to murder your fucking team. Like it, the difficulty curve between one and four was a lot different. And you found out, yes. Found out real quick. Well, cool. I'm excited to hear what you think about that. Um, so should we... Do we hear sirens? Or should, Dude, we, should we do some sirens? I hear some sirens. Because we, we got a, a packed spoiler zone here. We do. We do have a packed spoiler zone. So let's start with our most anticipated uh, property of the summer. Anthony Mackie's Twisted Metal <laughs> dropped. Uh, now, it's funny because I was not aware that this was the entire season dropped at once. So I watched the first episode going like, oh, okay, I'll catch the next one next Thursday. Uh, we found out, uh, I found out, as you informed me before we were recording, no, 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 it's all there. You can just watch it. So I think this will be a fun uh little comparison of my impressions of the first episode versus your impressions of what four yeah i made it through the first four episodes and uh i like that you already described it as made it through Um, (laughs) not as i enjoyed or uh casually watched or you know was excited about No, no no you made it through um holy shit dude this show is bad and like exceptionally bad but also that's a compliment yes about the show in a weird way um it is it's it's self-parroting so much that it comes around on itself to be like it's too much it's it's so much wink and nod that it it oh, i'm trying to come up with the right way of p- putting it it's like off-putting how it's like yeah i, I got like in the opening segment, when he's trying to escape the mall, uh-huh. right? yeah. a copy of the PlayStation 1 Twisted Metal game drops on his fucking windshield. And he's like, huh? <laughs> Which, at, that was the moment where I'm like, okay, this is what I'm dealing with. I, <laughs> I thought that was funny. I was like, oh man, they really just went for it (laughs) that's the thing is like that was the moment where i'm like oh this is the level they're on okay i will now i will now adjust my expectations (laughs) and and which was smart because i mean the the ridiculously over the top violence which sure i'm in like Mm -hmm. let's go um but the uh just the campiness the overall campiness. I mean, he's parked out on the beach and he sees the little baby seal and he's like, "Ah, oh, that's cute." And next thing you know, he's cooking it. You know, yeah. It's like, come on, what are we doing here? Like, it, it just so you know, you've got the Nev Campbell setup. You've got uh, the the evil sheriff that's like killing the or trying to kill the the woman and her brother. Um, we have the end of the episode with the sweet tooth introduction. Uh, and, and I have to say they do a good job of making him look really menacing at the, as it, at the intro, it's like, Oh, okay. Right, we're <laughs> dealing with someone serious here. 
Uh, I like when he goes to buy the map and it's just like these little cartoon restaurant maps. Yeah. So it's like, okay, now here's how you get to Chicago. And it's like, there's no roads on here. It's just a path. Yeah. You know? It's like with McDonald's, like the placemat that shows you all the McDonald's yeah. in the U.S. Exactly. Exactly. It's hilarious. Um, but yes, uh, your that that was my initial was like, this is so, so bad. And somehow I can't stop watching it. Like, I just got to have to, it's that urge to see like how much worse it's going to get mm-hmm. for some weird reason. Yeah. And, and I can't explain it, but it's got me. Uh, it, you've seen more of it. Does that change at all? So I'll tell you right now, I love the first episode brought me in. Like you said, like it had the, it's very much like death race. It's fucking stupid. I like his character though. Um, I like like the driving and the violence and stuff in it. It was really good. So that's the first episode. The second episode is where Sweet Tooth comes in. And it's going to be like the clip that they showed at the Game Awards or whatever, like where they fight in the casino and stuff. Like that's that episode. Um, And I really liked that episode as well. Like the first two episodes I thought were great. Like I was like, yes, I'm in. And then at about episode three is where I felt like it starts taking itself like too seriously in terms of like, okay. they're like, oh, here's like real plot and real whatever. No, and it's like, yeah, exactly. And that's why I was like, it went from you know them driving around shooting and like doing whatever to then like, like, oh, um, the, the chick or whatever, like her and her brother, like they're like, oh here's some backstory on her and here's like, like what's going on in Anthony Mackie's life and whatever. And it's just like, dude, I'm like, I just want to see him drive and shoot shit, man. Like I don't need like everyone's life story now. So that's kind of like the last two episodes have kind of been like that. So I'm like, wait, I'm like, okay, like I'm hoping we got past that. Like maybe episode five now, like I want to get back to, driving and blowing shit up and so first two episodes fantastic last episodes three and four have been more story and a lot slower and i don't think it's been as good as the first two episodes so i'm hoping it's going to pick back up again Mm. but the slowdown before the big reveal type thing yeah that's what i'm kind of hoping like all right you got your story exposition shit that you wanted to out of the way like you know we he's upgrading his car and doing whatever i'm like let's get back on the road like and start blasting people like bring in another person that's like sweet tooth or something like that to fucking fight like i that's what i want now do they keep introducing more like characters cars that sort of thing not that so i'm not a huge twisted metal person so if they have i don't know if i would know it but th- besides the like sweet tooth fight, there hasn't been anything else like that since. Um, so I I don't know if like I'm assuming like the cop is going to become someone like like a final fighter yeah. or something. And like there's another dude that they've kind of been building up that it's like I don't know who he is. Like I'm assuming he's going to play some sort of role. Uh, later on because like we've cut away from Anthony Mackie and the one chick to see what the fuck is happening with this like 
random other dude, so I'm like, I'm assuming he's going to come into play at some point, but I don't know game-wise, like, if he's going to become someone like that. I'm waiting to see the dude that's Axel or whatever who's, like, attached to the tires. Yeah, like, yeah, I want totally. to hit that level. That seems like some episode 10, like, comes in just like, like... So I'm waiting for that to happen, but um, but no, it's been the last two episodes have been surprisingly more grounded than I thought it was going to be. Which I'm like, dude, no, like I want the ridiculousness like up to eleven on this. Like if yeah, you're taking want, it too serious, you already lost me. I want episode one like for ten episodes. Exactly. That, that first like, episode is just stupid. Like, yeah, it's just so dumb. That's what I want. Is like peak like bonkerness and i'm like look if that's what you're saving the budget for the last couple episodes or whatever to do that level of like crazy shit then so be it like i'll wait Mm, for sure uh okay so let's try i I will try to knock out more of that and we can compare notes uh next week the other thing i really want to hear about is the movie you went and saw because this is also of my interests. Yes. Uh, I went and saw Haunted Mansion yesterday, which is what I was going to go see when uh, my TV died. Mm -hmm. And, man, it was really good. I loved it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. I'm actually... The beginning of the movie is a lot scarier than I thought it was going to... For, like, a quote-unquote kids movie. Uh, Like, like ghost-wise and, like, stuff. Like, it gets... A little heavier than like i thought it was going to which kind of surprised me like it lightens up a lot past like the opening of the movie but but yeah i know it gets uh uh like there's the one chick or whatever i want to say it's the one that like kills her husbands and stuff the ghost but there's like one part where she like shows up and does like the twitchy head like whatever and i was like dude that that was i was not expecting that and i'm like dude for like a kid's movie that seems pretty intense like to be having that happen right at the beginning 13 ghost level yeah like it was like some like yeah fatal frame looking shit happening on the screen but i loved all the characters um they were all there was a lot of like laugh out loud moments and stuff and I really want to watch it again. And I'm kind of surprised that they released it this early. And my only guess as to why they released it in July is so that it could be on Disney Plus by October. Is yeah. my guess. Um, but no, Danny DeVito is hilarious. His character is basically just Frank from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, That's which funny. I'm 100% here for. Um and yeah i mean the general the general if you haven't seen any of the trailers even though we've talked about it, the general plot is that this uh, uh rosario dawson and her son move into this house and it's haunted and they try to leave the house but once you're in it like the ghosts whatever they follow you and they try to get you to come back and so they end up back at the house and they owen wilson's a priest so they hired a priest to try and exercise it but again once you go in you can't like leave so then owen wilson gets uh the main guy who i can't remember what his name is but the dude from atlanta and like uh sorry to bother you and stuff uh his whole thing is he created a he was like an astrophysicist and stuff and eventually he created like a lens for a camera 
that like detects like the phantom particle or whatever so you could it's almost like fatal frame like you can see ghosts like with his camera so he's like yeah so owen wilson tries to get him to come and eventually like once all these people come to this house they basically can't leave so then they're all staying there at this house and trying to get rid of figure out what they need to do to get rid of the curse and trying to figure out more about the ghosts and the previous people that live there and stuff to figure out what they need to do to prevent this haunting from going on and then you know the the hat box ghost is like the main bad guy he's like the big villain that is causing all of this to like happen and he's trying to get out of the house because he's like trapped haunted to the house so it's them trying to like go against them and stuff and it was really good it was very very on theme like for the theme of the ride and stuff there's Mm -hmm. a lot of like easter egg moments and stuff in the movie does it it, um do the plot of the ride with like was it constance hatchaway yes like like all of that's in there and um you know they have a what's her name like esmeralda or whatever the chick in the the um the orb and stuff like yeah, she, crystal ball yeah, yeah crystal ball jamie lee curtis plays her and does it really good so it's like she's in it there's one part where um they were doing like a seance and the ghosts were like oh get out of the house and the chick was sitting in a chair and it looks exactly like the chair for the ride and then yeah, the chair started moving and like threw her like backwards out of the house and like whatever. So she it was almost like they were redoing the ride as she's like moving through the house in the chair, which I thought was fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, right. yeah. So it was a good time. I think you would enjoy it. I definitely yeah, I, recommend I it. it. I want to see it. Like, um, maybe not with the kids though. You think a little uh, too much? Like honestly. Yeah, like, I think Jonathan would be okay, but yeah. I don't know about Evelyn. Like, for the, yeah. mainly just the beginning. Like, I think once you get past the beginning, it would be fine, but... Maybe a little too intense. Yeah, it might be, yeah. I feel like if everyone got scared by the wolf in Puss in Boots, I think, <laughs> I think it might be a little much. Uh, to be fair... No, he's terrifying. Uh, no, he, like... Yeah, don't 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 let that sell him short. He was yeah. genuinely terrifying in that movie, but I'm still shocked by how good that movie was. Right? Anyway, like we were both expecting the hottest of trash, and by the end of it, we're both locked in. We're like, yeah, this is great. Let's go. I'm like, dude, where where's this been? Like, uh, pretty good, pretty good. Um, all right. Well, I I think we have our spoiler zone covered then. Uh. Mm-hmm. We, man, we've been going for a while. Yeah. Like, man, if Shannon was here, it'd be a two and a half hour long pod. <laughs> well, yeah, Shannon would be quiet, clipping his fingernails in the background. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing he never listens to this. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, I think I think we might have a show, sir. All right. Well, you know what, guys. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the That Pixel Life podcast. You know what? We had the discussion about the arcade machines in the Discord. You know, if you didn't answer, head on over there. What are some? Do you like our lists? Is there some that you would add that haven't been mentioned? Head on over to Discord. Let us know. I was disappointed. Zach hasn't watched Futurama yet. He's going to watch it so we can talk about it. I will say 
I was expecting it to be pretty mid, and I was genuinely surprised at how good it was. So I am actually I'm on the I'm on the Futurama train now. I'm excited for Zach being a fan of Futurama to watch it and let us know his thoughts on it. Well, my my plan for next week is I'm so I have three things on my docket. I I want to beat Diablo Four. Mm-hmm. I want to watch Futurama mm-hmm. and the Venture Brothers movie and Venture Brothers. Movie. And then, and then now you need to watch more uh, Twisted Metal as well. So you got four yes, things on the yeah, docket. But I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, Twisted Metal might slide. I <laughs> really want to watch the Venture Brothers movie. That's probably my number one. Uh, I've just been waiting for a little, uh, for a two-hour window of dad time. Because mm-hmm. my wife has zero fucking interest in watching that. And, and I'm not going to sit down with the kids and watch Venture Brothers. So, right. So, uh, yeah, I'm waiting for just a little window where I can knock that one out. Well, Zach, if, if Robbie was here, what do you think Robbie would say? Robbie would say, hey, guys, go be great. And Shannon, quit making fun of my accent. I tell you what. Ooh, doggies. <laughs>